Everything brings people together like La Ventanita, the walk-up windows where Miami meets to drink Cuban coffee and swap stories. I'm Carlos Frias, the Miami Herald food editor. In each episode of La Ventanita, we'll talk with some of the world's best chefs to get a window into their lives while sharing some strong Cuban coffee and delicious traditional Cuban snacks. Mr. Worldwide isn't a chef, but Armando Christian Perez, known to the world as Pitbull, is a first-time owner of a new South Beach restaurant. He talked to us about how growing up in Miami shaped him. So that's why I always tell people I've grown up in good, bad, worse neighborhoods, but they've built me and around so many different cultures. He blows our minds when he hacks a pastelito. I hit this one and I do this. I open it. Oh, you open it up. I open it up. And he reveals the true meaning behind the catchphrase, dale. Bueno, dale, I think is for all of us, but yeah, it's used in all of our households. It's either dale like when you hang up the phone, or dale duro, you know, hit it hard, or dale que tu puedes, do it because you can. When he invited us to his new Miami restaurant, we brought him a box of our favorite Cuban snacks and some sweet Cuban coffee. Today, we're lucky enough to have the one and only. Oh, man. Pitbull. I appreciate the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know your name is Armando. Armando yeah. Cristian Pérez. Well, I got a lot of names. Armando, Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull, todo depende. Yeah. Now, if I'm in trouble, it's Armandito Cristian Pérez. <laughs> oh, no. Armandito Cristian Pérez me paga ahora mismo. Me busqué un problema. That's not the one you want to hear. <laughs> this new restaurant, this, I Thank love you. 305, right on Ocean Drive. Yes, sir. And I thought, you know, you can't show up to somebody's house empty-handed. So even though this is your house, I brought you some pastelito, some croqueta, and... Yeah. This is where you can't go wrong. Café cubano. Yeah, café cubano. If I drink café cubano, I'm going to go ahora mismo. But you're not gonna, you don't want to take a little bit? No, I'm going to tell you. I might All right, well, I'm going to at least... Table. I'm going to at least pour you're it just to, to get, the, the, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. the conversation started. So you're, not, so you're not a coffee guy anymore? No, it's that I never was. I had too much energy. Oh. Yeah, abuelita me dio café, yo fíjate. El café para mí es good, el café... You like it with a little yeah. café con leche with toast? I drink toast. that right now. I'll be running up and down Ocean Drive. All right. Damn. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pour you some just in case. Si te da la cuca and you want to... No, no. You got to take a little sip at least. No? Oh, all right. Right, right on, bro. You're the man. Mira. Cheers. Salud. Si me vuelvo loco, ya tú sabes por qué. Coño. So tell me about that. They made it here. Ah, mira. But tell me about... You mentioned your abuelita. Was she a big cook in your house? It's actually Tia. You know, Tia was the one that did all the cooking. I mean, Abuela cooks also, too. But, you know, Abuela did most of the, the work. So she'd go out and work, and Tia would do the cooking. That's when I would stay with them. Other than that, I lived all over Miami. And, and actually, that was the best neighborhood I ever lived in when I would stay with Abuela, which is West Miami. Okay. Great, great neighborhood. And Where did you go when you were in West Miami? If you ate or if you went to go get an apple Oh, La 62, ahí mismo, y La 8. You la go Palma? to La Palma. Yeah. yeah. You go to La Palma. And That's the one place in Miami, for people who don't know, where when it gets below 60 degrees... Churros. Churros. All day. Yeah, Line yeah. out the door. Yep. Con that chocolate that's thick. Oh, right? man. It was, um, so it was, it was great whenever I would go see Abuela and them. Pero as far as that, and anything that we're doing here is just a fusion of everything that we've grown up around. And my favorite dish is fricasse de pollo. Right. So obviously we had to put that on the menu. But it's a little bit of everything because I feel Miami's a little bit of everything. Right on. And, and the slogan, you know, for I love 305 is what happens in Miami never happens. It's convenient amnesia at its finest. <laughs> and then we're on Ocean and 11th, so we're the real Ocean 11. Oh, right See, on. I embody all the characters. <laughs> the, huh? One way or another, this is going to be show up on search everywhere. That's it. That's it. <laughs> one way or another, that's right. Tell me who was the... Who was the cook in your family? You said your tia. Tell me about what's her name. What kind of things was she? Well, it's Tia Nena. Tia Nena. And 
Yeah, she's the one that hooked up all the plates, to be honest with you. Okay. You know? But everybody in the family basically can cook, okay. except me. <laughs> you can't cook? No, no, no. With no, a gun no, to your no. head, you can't cook? I'll hook something up. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> But no, con, con tía y abuela y mi mamá, you, didn't, you really didn't need uh, you really didn't need to cook. Yeah, no, absolutely. They had you covered. That's right. So you had a lot of women in your life that really... I was raised by women. A woman made me a man. That's that, what I owe all my success to right there. What kind of things did you learn growing up around them and watching them and seeing the world treat them and, and how, you want, how you thought they should be treated? Things I like mean, that. I, don't, I don't think that the world treated them anyway, to be honest with you. I think they were very strong. They are very strong women. I mean, you have one that was one of the first four women in La Sierra Maestra with Castro. So. Wow. She was a rebel. You had another one, a political prisoner. You have another one that came over in Peter Pan, so on Pedro Pan. When you have that kind of adversity and perseverance, I don't think that you, anybody runs around feeling like somebody treated them a certain way. They just look for solutions. That's what they taught me. No problems, just solutions. Very detailed, uh, hardworking, and always about moving forward. Always about moving forward, no matter what. So with my mom, I mean, my mom's my superhero, but she's definitely the epitome at the time of no problems, just solutions. Whether there was an eviction, if there wasn't water, if there wasn't food, if there wasn't it, she said, don't worry about it, we're going to figure this out one way or another. And we would. And it became almost like a part of the journey, an adventure. And I wouldn't have life any other way because at least growing up, I was, I was never bored, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Always an adventure. All that growing up, that, I mean, that made you who yes. you are. That made you as resilient as like, well, the whole saying, the idea behind a pit bull is it grabs on and it doesn't let go. Yeah, it, it bites, it locks, doesn't let go to it get its peace. It's also a stereotyped breed where they think it's a bad dog. It's actually a very smart, sharp, loyal, and loving breed. It used to be a babysitter uh, for, for children back in the day. And it's all about how you raise it, right? right? So being in Miami that pit bulls are illegal, I'm the only... Pitbull with papers, I say it all the time, and this is the truth. <laughs> and what I love about Pitbulls is they fight to the death. And that's what I do for Miami. That's why I say 305 till I die, 305 for life. And anything that we do, we try to represent our city to the best of our ability, create opportunities, whether it's through I Love 305, whether it's through SLAM and education, whether it's through Emerge Americas and tech, whether it's bringing New Year's Eve to Miami, performing for 200,000 people in Bayfront Park on New Year's Eve, and also putting it on a network every year. So when I say that I, uh, I bleed Miami, I breathe Miami, I mean it. <laughs> right, right on. Do you have dogs at home? Do you have any? No, no, I don't have any dogs. Room? They took too many pit bulls away from me, so I, <laughs> it's, it's the truth. You know, you get attached, and the last thing you want to do is bring another dog. And, yeah, it breaks your heart. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put a croqueta here because I want to get it to talk mm -hmm. about us. Mm -hmm. People outside of Miami don't understand this. Explain to them the croqueta. I think croqueta is the best thing as far as a meal replacement anybody could have. <laughs> <laughs> you order two, three croquetas, and you're in the game. And, and also, I feel that it's, it's something that you have to do when you come to Miami. Right. You know, whether it's I Love 305, whether you go to Calle 8 and you hit La Carreta Versailles, whether you hit La Palma and La Ocho también, it's just a part of our DNA. Right. And, and it's so much like this, this, this kind of food is is street is street and it's people food. It's accessible to everybody. Yeah. So you 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 like a croqueta as much now, now that you're famous as you did when you were a little chamaco running around. Yeah, uh, I mean it's 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 timeless. Right. It's our it's our soul food. Right. Right. And and as far as being famous, the funny thing is is that um, I'm just a hard worker. That's the way I see it. You know. And and fame is the way I look at it. It's a drug like heroin is, cocaine is. 
pills, you name it, opioids. And a, a lot of people don't understand it, and, some, and most of them don't, you know? So when, I, uh, when they say, oh, you're, you're famous, I just feel like it's funny because the harder I work, the luckier I get. So therefore, the more people know about it. But other than that, I try to always represent 305 Dade County, Miami, stay humble, stick to our roots. And that's why I say, if you don't know where you're from, you don't know where you're going. And if you don't stand for some, you'll fall for anything. Huh. And that's why it's, it's an honor and a blessing to be an ambassador for, man, look, look where we're at. I love 305 and Ocean Drive. I remember when they wouldn't let me on Ocean Drive. You have, <laughs> this, you have this look on your face like every, like things that, ha that, that you achieve are still like a surprise. Like I, you still always, live it. I always, I always, always. I'm very appreciative of, of every, every step. I try to take it in in a society that's full of instant gratification right now. It's moving so fast that you got to slow it down and enjoy it. So to be here, and I, you see me keep looking up, and everything is like I, I find another detail every time that I, that I look at it. Because I was here the other night having a great time, and believe me, I wasn't paying attention to details. <laughs> <laughs> other details, but no <laughs> cameras were allowed that day. Hell yeah, no. <laughs> Wait, I know you got to go, but I want to try, I want to at least try un pastelito. What's your favorite? Well, it's funny, this, this is how I eat pastelito de carne, watch. No, wait, wait. I hit this one, and I do this. I open it. Oh, you open it up. I open it up. And I hit that thing so I can get the meat quicker. Oh, man. Mm. Dude, that is, mm. I have never seen that. Can mm. I try that? Because I want to mm -hmm. try that. Man, that is a move mm -hmm. right there. So you split the round meat pastelito up. You get to the meat like this. Bam. Wow. But you, but see, but you did an expert move because I revealed the meat. Huh? But you keep it like. But get it. Like, get in there. Just get, get in there, it. man. Just Watch this. what I'm talking about. Right. You still get it? Mmm. And then everybody remembers you eating un pate de carne. Bro. You might be an actual genius. <laughs> who taught you that? Who taught you that move? That was me. Really? Yeah, I'm like that. I grab things and I'm like, oh, let me get to what I really like quick. You know, a lot of chefs will do that. They tear up the food because they want to get at they want to get at the different flavor. Mm -hmm. They don't want it puffed up with the. With well, a, if we see this starting to happen all over Miami, we know where it happened first. So I need my copyrights, my trademarks. I need 10% <laughs> of everything that moves. <laughs> but I'm very proud of. Of all the bakeries that I grew up around, whether it was, you know, Vicky's, Rosa's, Carla's, and now to see what a Pinecrest Bakery is doing with themselves now, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of everybody coming up one way or another and look what they came up with. So to have an I Love 305 and watch everybody else out there also finding a way to take the culture to another level, right. introducing the culture to the world, but at the same time making a, a business from it, it's something special. And I think that's what makes Miami special. That one way or another, we are fighters. Underdogs and love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Miami has changed a lot. Yeah. But, but it also keeps a, a piece of what makes it special, you know, what makes it interesting. Well, I mean, if you lose that, you lose it. Right. You know? And a lot of people who haven't been to Miami don't understand it. And a lot of people that haven't been out of Miami don't understand it because they only think the world is Miami. So when they leave Miami, they see how special Miami is. Right. And then those that haven't been here, when they come in, it, you know, it's mind blowing. Because you get everything, I feel, in Miami, whether it's a beautiful scenery, but you get from the beach to over the bridge and all the culture over the bridge. Right. So that's why I always tell people I've grown up in good, bad, worse neighborhoods, but they've built me and around so many different cultures. That's what allows us to enjoy the food that we do. And the same way I enjoy Cuban food, I enjoy Dominican food, Haitian food, Puerto Rican food. You grew up with all that? All over. Because that's my Whether it's Nicaraguan food, Honduran's food, you know. It's a way of showing people we're really not that different as much as people try to make us out to be. We're very similar. And I think why Miami, everybody gets along, it's bigger than 
than race, it's bigger than culture. It's all about freedom. Right. Everybody's fighting one way or another to enjoy the American dream. And for me to be able to, to have the honor to be an example of something that came from nothing and was able to apply everything that he learned from the city and all the cultures around it and give it to the world, it's, I mean, a true blessing. Right. You know, to be sitting here right now, man, I mean, look at this, who would ever thought, right? <laughs> well, one thing I thought was really interesting is somebody told me that, like you mentioned you're already, the first thing you mentioned was your abuela, el cafecito mm -hmm. con la abuela. And somebody told me that she was the one who used to say to you, dale a lot. In other words, dale, muchacho, esto y el otro. Bueno, dale, I think, is for all of us. But yeah, it's used in all of our households. It's either dale, like, when you hang up the phone. Oye, nos vemos en cualquier lugar. Ah, perfecto, dale, pa. O dale duro, you know, hit it hard. Or dale que tú puedes, do it because you can. So that's where that became a slogan. So the same way that they call me Chico and they call me Oye, because growing up in a lot of black neighborhoods, they, they thought that I was a white boy, you know? So then when they hear you speak Spanish, they're like, oh, wait a second. It kind of threw them off. And they go, so, oh, so you a Chico? And I was like, why you think I'm a Chico? And they say, oh, because every time we hear somebody speaking Spanish, we hear Chico and Oye, Oye, Chico, Oye, Chico, Chico, Oye. And that's how they came up with our names at the end of the day. So when you hear me say uh, in, in the movie, in the movie, in the song, Feel This Moment, when I say long, Reporting live from the tallest building in Tokyo, long way from them hallways filled with Zoes and Oyes, Zoes of Haitians. Oh, right on. So these are things, little messages that I got in records. But you, you can't fake that. You have to live that. No, it's, it's a part of the code. It's a part of the DNA. It's a part of the blueprint. It's a part of the blood, right? And it's those little things that make everybody from Miami special. And you know, Miami's grown a whole lot, clearly as a city, but also into the 954, also into the 561 and we continue to uh, expand, right. let's just say. So it's, it's a beautiful thing to give your culture to the world, the world accept it, and fall in love with it. Right. And that's, and, and what better way, or I would say avenue to do it with, than music. Absolutely. Because music brings everybody together. Same way the food does, same way I love 305 does, and same way that the cocktails do too. I don't know if you've seen those yet. Ooh, but that brings people together in a way that you can't put on camera. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? What happens in Miami never, never happens. Never happens. That's the I love 305 slogan: convenient amnesia. It ne <laughs> Where you forget what you did at night, but you woke up in the morning, you love that you did it. Right? Yeah, garrigo. You, you mentioned uh, the the similarities in food, Haitian food, like like yeah. uh, griot. Yeah. The first time I had griot, I was like, these are masita de puerco. Tell me about some of those dishes that you grew up with that you were like. Oh, like that, chicken stew that, that you chicken, got to love. Yeah, chicken stew is basically como fricasa de pollo. Right. You know, with a little, it's a different sauce, but it's the same thing. And, and all of that food from the Caribbean, I feel, is great. Whether it's um, Jamaican, Haitian, Dominican, uh, Puerto Rican, Cuban, anything across the board is good. And then obviously when you cross over to the Bahamas, the food is great also too. Right. Anything down here. But you also have different cultures that are here, whether it's Russians, whether it's everybody that comes over from Europe, and you're able to see that one way or another, we're very similar. Right. There's something that we, we go, oh, you guys do that too? Oh, it's funny, because we do it like this. Right. And, and we learn from each other. That's what I think is that real special thing about Miami, and how much Miami's grown. It's become a mecca around the world in about, I would say, what, 40, 45 years, if that? Yeah. And that was way before New York ever did it, LA ever did it, Chicago ever did it, and, and every other major city, whether San Francisco, because we're about number 10 or number 11 when it comes to population. But we're, we're more known. 
and everybody wants to get, I mean, who doesn't want to come to Miami? I know, look outside. <laughs> right now, it's freezing everywhere else in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt at my peril because I'm going to have to sweat through it. Yeah, now you're being a tank top. <laughs> exactly. Flip flops outside. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for making the time. No, truly my pleasure. I appreciate, yeah, I, I wish we could go, man, I wish we could go all day. Sit here. Sabes que los, los cubanos pueden hablar mucho. Coño, y, y bastante M, bastante M. De sí, podemos hablar mucho, mucho miércoles. <laughs> and it's funny, we're doing this on... March 5th at your restaurant, which is 305 day. That's right. That wasn't by accident. No, but I do wear. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. And I want everybody to come and enjoy. I love 305. And I know I'm going to catch you here a couple of nights. But don't worry, I ain't going to let nobody know. No no cameras. No no cameras, no video, no nothing like that. Armando, man, real pleasure, brother. No, we got to do it. Café now, I mean, imagine it. Salud. Dale. Hope you've got some coffee left because we've got more for you. You can watch videos of these interviews and read about their lives at our website. Go to MiamiHerald.com forward slash Ventanita. That's V-E-N-T-A-N-I-T-A. And while you're there, please consider subscribing to the Miami Herald for more of our James Beard award-winning food coverage. La Ventanita was produced by Matias Ochner and me at the Miami Herald. Music is by Haim Mazar. Special thanks to Pitbull and the staff at I Love 305 and to Cow Bakery for the pastelitos. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing to the podcast and leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me directly at cfrias at miamiherald.com. I'm Carlos Frias. Thanks for listening.